Chapter thirty one of Stories of King Arthur and His Knights. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. Stories of King Arthur and His Knights by U. Waldo Cutler. Chapter thirty one How Sir Launcelot Found the Holy Grail. When the hermit had kept Sir Launcelot three days, he gat him a horse, a helm, and a sword. So he departed, and took the adventure that God would send him. On a night, as he slept, there came a vision unto him, and a voice said, Launcelot, arise up, and take thine armour, and enter into the first ship that thou shalt find. When he heard these words, he started up, and saw great clearness about him. Then he lifted up his hands in worship, and so took his arms, and made him ready. By adventure he came by a strand, and found a ship, the which was without sail or oar. And as soon as he was within the ship, he felt the most sweetness that ever he felt, and he was filled with a peace such as he had never known before. In this joy he laid himself down on the ship's board, and slept till day. So Sir Launcelot was a month and more on the ship, and if ye would ask how he lived, as God fed the people of Israel with manna in the desert, so was he fed. On a night he went to play him by the waterside, for he was somewhat weary of the ship, and then he listened and heard a horse come and one riding upon him. When he came nigh he seemed a knight, and soon he saw that it was Galahad, and there was great joy between them, for there is no tongue can tell the joy that they made either of other, and there was many a friendly word spoken between them, the which need not here be rehearsed. And there each told other of the adventures and marvels that were befallen to them in many journeys since they were departed from the court. So dwelled Launcelot and Galahad within that ship half a year, and served God daily and nightly with all their power. And often they arrived in isles far from folk, where they repaired none but wild beasts. There they found many strange adventures and perilous, which they brought to an end. But because the adventures were with wild beasts, and not in the quest of the Holy Grail, therefore the tale maketh here no mention thereof, for it would be too long to tell of all those adventures that befell them. Thereafter it befell that they arrived in the edge of a forest to fore a cross, and then they saw a knight, armed all in white and richly horsed, leading in his right hand a white horse. He came to the ship and saluted the two knights on the high lord's behalf, and said, Galahad, sir, ye have been long enough with Launcelot. Come out of the ship and start upon this horse, and go where the adventures shall lead thee in the quest of the Holy Grail. So Galahad took sorrowful leave of Sir Launcelot, for they knew that one should never see the other before the dreadful day of doom. Galahad took his horse and entered into the forest, and the wind arose and drove Launcelot more than a month throughout the sea, where he slept little, but prayed to God that he might see some tidings of the Holy Grail. And it befell on a night, at midnight, he arrived afore a castle, on the back side which was rich and fair. There was a postern opened towards the sea, and was open without any keeping, save two lions kept the entry, and the moon shone clear. Anon Sir Launcelot heard a voice that said, Launcelot, go out of this ship, and enter into the castle where thou shalt see a great part of thy desire. Then he ran for his arms, and so he went to the gate, and saw the lions. He set his hand to his sword, and drew it, whereupon there came a dwarf suddenly, and smote him on the arm so sore that the sword fell out of his hand. Then he heard a voice say, O man of evil faith and poor belief! Wherefore trowest thou more on thy harness than in thy maker? 
he in whose service thou art set might more avail thee than thine armour. Then said Launcelot, Fair Father Jesus Christ, I thank thee of thy great mercy, that thou reprovest me of my misdeed. Now see I well that ye hold me for your servant. Then took he again his sword, and put it up in his sheath, and came to the lions, and they made semblant to do him harm. Notwithstanding, he passed by them without hurt, and entered into the castle to the chief fortress, and there were all at rest. Launcelot entered in so armed, for he found no gate nor door, but it was open. At last he found a chamber whereof the door was shut, and he set his hand thereto to open it, but he might not, though he enforced himself much to undo the door. Then he listened, and heard a voice which sang so sweetly, that it seemed none earthly thing. Launcelot kneeled down to fore the chamber, for well wist he that there was the Holy Grail within that chamber. Then said he, Fair sweet Father Jesus Christ, if ever I did thing that pleased thee, for thy pity have me not in despite for my sins done aforetime, and show me something of that I seek. With that he saw the chamber door open, and there came out a great clearness, so that the house was as bright as if all the torches of the world had been there. So came he to the chamber door, and would have entered, but anon a voice said to him, Flee, Launcelot, and enter not, for thou oughtest not to do it, and if thou enter thou shalt repent it. He withdrew himself back right heavy, and then looked he up in the midst of the chamber, and saw a table of silver, and the holy vessel covered with red samite, and many angels about it. Right so came he to the door at a great pace, entered into the chamber, and drew towards the table of silver. When he came nigh, he felt a breath that seemed intermingled with fire, which smote him so sore on the visage that he thought it burned his visage. Therewith he fell to the earth, and had no power to arise. Then felt he many hands about him, which took him up and bare him out of the chamber door, and left him there seeming dead to all people. Upon the morrow, when it was fair day, they within were arisen, and found Launcelot lying afore the chamber door, and all they marvelled how he came in. They looked upon him, and felt his pulse, to wit whether there were any life in him, and so they found life in him, but he might neither stand nor stir any limb that he had. They took him up and bare him into a chamber, and laid him in a rich bed, far from all folk, and so he lay still as a dead man four and twenty days, in punishment, he afterwards thought, for the twenty-four hours that he had been a sinner. At the twenty-fifth day it befell that he opened his eyes, and the folk asked how it stood with him. He answered that he was whole of body, and then he would know where he was. They told him he was in the castle of Carbonek, and that the quest of the Holy Grail had been achieved by him, and that he should never see the sacred vessel more nearly than he had seen it. Soon Sir Launcelot took his leave of all the fellowship that were there at the castle, and thanked them for the great labour. So he took his armour and departed, and said that he would go back to the realm of Logris. End of chapter 31